You are listening to the weekly podcast of Trinity Life Cathedral Church in Germantown, Tennessee. We pray you enjoy today's message. If you have your Bibles, let's go to our scripture for this series. Amen. It's 1 John 4 and 4. Amen. And Bishop, amen. For God is our path. So the Holy Ghost is going to preach this thing. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I, I, I mean, I tell you, I really thank God for my wife. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. It is true when God said, when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. Because I wouldn't have left that. Amen. Praise God. I was in the closet this morning looking for my TLC shirt. I'm all in the back. And she coming there and she got it in her hand. God, thank you for a wife. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. I'm, I didn't went past it and everything. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. And we declaring for a bigger closet. She has a side. I have a side. Amen. Praise Amen. God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Because sometimes I can't find things. Amen. And that's how we are, man. That's all right. That's why God says it's not good for man to live alone. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Because we would lose stuff. We would not find it. Amen. If it ain't right there. Amen. We're not going to find it. So I thank God. Amen. For my wife. Amen. Praise God. I don't care how many times I get behind this sacred desk. Amen. I dare not give not not telling God thank you for a wife. Amen. Praise God. Because it's important. Amen. To tell her I love her while I'm alive. Amen. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Amen. Praise God. And I shouldn't be ashamed to do that in front of you and those that are watching. Amen. Praise God. I love my wife. I thank God for a wife. But I knew what he was doing when he gave me and wives. Amen. Praise God. And I just thank God. That's why I left that this morning. But that's all right. Amen. Praise God. The Bible says study to show thyself approving. <laughs> and one thing that I can learn when I was in MT ministry. Amen. That's ministry and training up under my bishop. Bishop said you should always have a, a, a a, 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 a sermon in your pocket, amen, because you never know what might happen, amen, praise God, but it's also good to study, people who don't study, amen, they just ramble, amen, praise God, oh God, amen, praise God, that I give my sermon to my daughter, so it's already on the screen, hey. <laughs> thank God for the technology, amen, praise God, but I will, amen, praise God, the, uh, our, our scripture, amen, praise God for this sim, sim, uh, series that I've been doing on greater is 1 John 4 and 4. Ye are of God, little children. I said this because you have to understand the people started believing what false prophets were saying. They were telling them that the cross was not significant anymore. And that's a lie from the pit of hell. Yes, and we have today, theologicals are teaching us that that didn't happen. And I want you to understand as a believer, it happened. It happened because we believe that Jesus died on the cross for us. Not only did he die on the cross for us, but he took our sins to the cross and not only did he take our sins from the to the cross but he 
also redeemed man back with God. Come on, somebody. All right. So now we don't have to stay lost anymore. So John was telling the believers not to believe what the false teachers were teaching. And I need you to understand that there are going to be a lot of false religions as we keep going into years to make us get away from the true foundation of the word. So you have to understand, no matter what comes up against you, greater is in you. So you should talk like you got the greater in you. You should not talk like you are defeated because the scripture said we have overcame through the blood of Jesus. So you can overcome everything. I don't care how bad it looks. I don't care how bad it might seem. You are a overcomer. Because greater is in you. I talked about the greater works. Amen. We can do greater works because Jesus was telling his disciples, amen, it's just one of me, but it's 12 of you. So Jesus was talking about quantity versus quality. So I want you to understand it's more than just bishop in here today. It's more than just bishop talking to you, but I'm talking to others that are online. So we ought to be able to do greater works in our lives. Amen. You, you ought to look back over your life and say, I've done greater things to God. In other words, you ought to look back over your life and say, I'm in a better situation now. Come on. Come oh, on. y'all ain't saying Come on. You ought to say that I, I, I'm in my right mind. I, 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 still, I still got opportunities. I still ahead for me. Come on. If you have not done what you wanted to do, those opportunities are still ahead of you. You just got to know greater is in you. Come on. When others say you can't, God says greater is in you. Come yes, on. you can. Yes. You can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens yeah. you. So you still got time. Yeah. You still got time. If you are alive and well, you still got time. Come on. <coughs> Excuse me. You still got time. You just got to tap into your greaterness. Greaterness is in you. Last Sunday, amen, praise God, you know I I talked about Muhammad Ali, amen. I love the way, man, I'm telling you, man, our, our team, that man, that man is a bad man, amen. Praise God. I thank God how he's really taken our ministry forward. But I was talking about how Muhammad Ali started talking about him being greater before he became the champion. I already said, the champ is here. Now, mind you, he was not the champion. That's right. But he started saying, the champion is here. He wasn't the champion of the world. So he was telling George Foreman, I'm going to beat you before we even fight. Because I'm going to get into your mind psychologically. Y'all ain't saying nothing. See, that's what made Muhammad Ali so great because he knew how to get into his opponent's mind. Most of you are where you are because Satan messing with your mind. Telling you, you can't have this. You can't do this. You won't be able to do this. The devil is a lot greater. Is it you? Yes, 
Yes, you will. He started confessing that. People thought he was crazy. But guess what? The words that he spoke, he manifested. Yeah. Come on, Bishop. He became the champion. Yeah. He, he defeated him before he even fought. In other words, what am I telling you this morning? I'm telling you, you fighting a fixed fight. Because the greater of you yeah. is already in you. What you fighting against is what you going up against right now. It's a fixed fight. It's a Come on, fight. Bishop. You just got to have faith. It's a, yeah. Bishop been telling you that. Every man, praise God, since 2019. I've been telling people that. People sometimes hear that. Say, I don't believe in all that faith stuff. All that faith stuff. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm telling you, you fighting a fixed fight. Because greater is already in you. So this morning I want to talk about greater faith. I want to talk about greater faith. First Sunday I talked about greater works. Second Sunday I talked about greater manifestation. Third one I talked about, amen, greater expectations. This morning I want to talk about five dimensions for greater faith. Five dimensions mean you ain't going next to next. You're going to a dimension. Come on, Bishop. Are you listening to Bishop? On, See, what Bishop teach over here, amen, praise God. If you would ever grasp what Bishop is teaching, amen, praise God, and be, uh, allow it to apply to your heart, I'm telling you, you will go to the next dimension, not next level. All right. Come on, Bishop. All ain't saying. Come on, Bishop. So, this morning I want to talk about five dimensions for greater faith, greater faith. My reference scripture, amen, is Matthew, I mean um, Hebrews 11 and 16. Hebrews, no, 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 no. Hebrews, Hebrews 11 and 6, baby girl, I thought I gave you 6. Amen, praise God, come on up to 6. <laughs> uh, I gave you 16. Please forgive Bishop. It's Hebrews 11 and 6. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Look what he says in Hebrews 11 and 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Let me say that again. But without faith, it's impossible to please him. You can't be in flesh. God must believe that he is. And that he is a reward of them that diligently seeks him. See, you got to have faith in this thing. And this morning, I come to tell you, you got to have greater faith for greater expectations. Y'all ain't saying that. You got to have greater faith. Jesus taught about greater faith. He taught about greater faith. He not only demonstrated it, but he taught it. Come on. Why did Jesus teach it? Because he was saying, Greater in us, who is, which is Jesus, the Holy Spirit, amen, is greater than in, that's in the world. Jesus is telling you, everything you come up against is not greater than the Holy Spirit. Me, I'm, I'm inside of you. He said, but you got to have faith and know that I'm with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Man might walk off and leave you. People in your family might leave you. Amen. Praise God. But God said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. God said, my presence is still inside of you if you would just activate your faith. Come on. A lot of us are not activating our faith. 
We're, we're not like, we, 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 we get upset, we get frustrated. But your faith is what God's saying that gets me, that pleases me. He said, without faith. Look what he said. Without faith, it's impossible to please me. Can I ask a question? Are you pleasing God? Let's be honest. Or are you just pleasing flesh? You have to make up in your mind. Are you going to please God? You please God by activating faith. Amen. Did you hear what Bishop said? When I was when we were taking up the offering? Budget men. Yes, sir. Guess what? Budget ain't men. Guess what? Next Sunday, I'm going to say budget men. Oh. So if the house ain't full, I'm supposed to say, I don't supposed to say budget ain't or the devil is a lot. Because the Bible said one can chase a thousand and two can chase ten thousand. God can bring one person in here that's a multi-millionaire and plant a million dollar seed. Y'all ain't saying So budget is met. See, God told me, don't look at the people and you won't be limited. Let's be honest. Whenever we do something, if people don't show up, we get frustrated. Yeah. Tell the truth. Yeah. 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 Let's be honest. Tell the truth. We throw a party, people don't come to our party, we get upset. Yes, we do. For one, we say in our mind, I spent all this money and all these people didn't show up. Well, again, if you got 10 that just showed up when you was, when you was estimating 50, but only 10 showed up, you ought to thank God for the 10. Amen. Praise God. So that's what the ten that show up, you tell them, look here, we're taking some go-to-go boxes. Amen. Praise God. I want to see. See, we don't think like that. No, we don't think like that. No, we don't. We get so mad. We get mad because we didn't called everybody and everybody said they were going to come and then they don't even come. Amen. Praise God. So you just have 10 people. Amen. Praise God. And now you fortify a heart because in your mind, you said, man, I spent all this money. I've been quiet on Bishop. Don't get quiet on Bishop. Well, the truth of the matter is, amen, praise God, you have to understand everybody's not going to celebrate you. That's right. Watch this. When we made this move, I knew everybody wasn't going to celebrate with us. I told you that when we made the move. I told you that in advance. Because the Holy Ghost had already told me. Some people are going to come to be spectators. Amen. That don't mean they're going to come all the time. And even if you call and invite them, they'll come one time and they won't come. But guess what? Don't you stop inviting people, telling people about the Lord because they didn't come. You just move on to the next person. Don't you stop telling people how good God is. Don't you stop getting on the phone telling, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. Don't get offended because your family members didn't show up. Amen. You ain't got faith. That's, 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 that's flesh. Now you upset. Amen. I know they don't go to church. Don't you get upset about that. Your salvation ain't predicated on them. Amen. Praise God. You just keep on coming here in the word of God and increasing your faith. You keep going from faith to faith. You on coming. Amen. Praise God. You'll be that light. And after a while, amen. Praise God. When Christ has come, guess who they're going to call? The one they see walking in faith. Yeah. 
the one they hear living by faith. So keep on, keep on, stop, stop working. I, I had to learn that as a minister, amen, praise God, because I wanted everybody in my family to get saved. Come on, Bishop. And God had to tell me, son, this is not automatically given to everybody. It is for everybody, but it's not automatically given to them. So guess what? The promises of God are not automatically given to you if you don't operate in faith. I can teach it, I can preach it, but it's not automatically given to you if you don't apply faith. Come on, bitch. You can hear me all day long, but you have to apply faith. You have to literally begin to do what the promises of God said do. They're not automatically given to you. So it's important that we please him. How we please him, Bishop? Faith. How we get Bishop? How we get his attention? Faith. How we how 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 do we go to the next level? Faith. So it's important. Here's number one. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Systematically faith. Say I must have systematically faith. Come on, say it, say it, say it, amen, praise God. Say it out of your mouth, amen. Everything starts when you speak, amen, praise God. Hallelujah. So I must have systematically faith. Mark 11, 23 and 24 is a verse that most of us are very familiar, but it's the systematically faith. Watch this. This world has a world system. So do the kingdom. Watch this. 
When you gave your life to the Lord, that was faith. When the preacher got through preaching and you gave your life to the Lord because you heard the word of God and you heard the word, never, you had never imagined the things that were preached or teach, but you heard it and you believed it. So a beliefness in you made you walk by faith. You received them by faith. So guess what? Now everything you do now got to be by faith. Amen. Watch this. Don't let money hinder you. Yeah. That's nothing but doubt. Favor is more powerful than money. Yes, sir. I didn't move before and didn't have no money, but I had favor with God. And when I got favor with God, God said he'll give you favor with mankind. Meaning God will give you favor with the one who owns the house. Hear me this morning. We read that scripture when God said you now have favor with God and mankind. God will make people do for you. Watch this. But you got to have a systematically type of faith. But watch this now. Down in his heart, I ain't got no money, but I believe God gonna give me some money. Look at look what he says now. He shall have whatsoever he says. Hallelujah. When you gonna change your tone of talk? When you gonna change your tone of talk so stuff can come to you? I'm teaching you. But when you get out of here and about tomorrow you're on the phone with somebody that didn't mess up your tone, your, your conversation in your tone. Watch this. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever ye desire. Everybody in here got desires. Everybody that's watching me, you got desires. When ye pray, Receive them. See, some of y'all waiting on till you get the money to get it. You ain't gonna never get it. That ain't the scripture. The scripture said, therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray. So, in other words, when you pray, you ought to automatically believe that they come into you. You don't know how they come into you, and the how ain't left up to you. See, we stuck on that how. And God is saying, I can't move because you stuck on how. See, you don't believe me. You don't believe me that I can make the raven knock on your door and bless you like never before. You don't believe me. You read it in the Old Testament, but you don't believe me. You don't believe when the word said, I'm the same today, forevermore. My word don't change. See, some of y'all don't believe that. Come on, Bishop. But when you hear somebody else on TV gives a testimony that they got an unexpectedly check in the mail, they got an unexpectedly visit that somebody ring their doorbell and they had a check to pay off. Y'all don't believe that. So now y'all think that's a lot, but that's the scripture for them. Mm -hmm. They pray for residual income. Y'all ain't saying that. Some of y'all just praying for a income. Some of you too are scared to pray for residual income. 
mean it keep coming and 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 the more it keep coming now I can I got so much now now God I need to give this away so that you can make room for the new the new stuff that's coming after this y'all ain't saying nothing see I'm trying to teach the church how to think like that because see when you show God that the more he gives you the more you gonna bless people God will keep giving you more most of you ain't got more because most of you don't want to bless nobody. That's what he said now. And you shall have them. He just said some. He said That means there's a lot coming. That's a lot. He said things. What? What things soever you desire. In other words, God said you just desire one thing. Oh, okay. So it's all right for rappers to talk about fiends and desires and they get it. But when a child of God said, well, you just being greedy or a lie. Come on, bitch. You just being greedy. Huh? God said, don't be, don't have a spirit of greed. Oh, but it's all right for a sailor entertainer to talk about yachts, talk about helicopters, talk about mansions, but we can't talk like that. The Lord ain't really with you unless you broke the devil. It's a lie. That is not his DNA for the body of Christ. That is not his DNA for a believer. How people don't know that God still blesses if he don't bless you? How? Explain that to me. Please explain that to Bishop. Now some of you are asking because your heart ain't right. Let me, let me work on that right now. That's the reason why your manifestation ain't happening because your heart ain't right. Somebody did you wrong and you want to show them up. God don't work like that. He said, vengeance is the Lord. And that's how some of us, are, that's how we are. Amen, praise God. We are believers, but somebody did us wrong. So now we are praying to God and said, God, I need you to do this so I can show them. No, God not going to move like that. Because your posture in your heart is not right. So we do that. We do that as believers. We get mad and we get in that flesh. That's not systematically faith. That's flesh. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Let's go to number two. So I'm helping somebody. Say, when I pause right there, God said I need to pause right there. I'm telling you, get your heart right. Mm. Substance. You got to have substance, faith. And I was talking about that really when I was in systematically. See, substance, faith. It's not for you to just get a lot of stuff. Let me say that right now. I said I got about two amens off of that. It's not for you to keep getting stuff to where you never bless nobody. Or, see, God didn't have me bless people that I know talked about me. Y'all ain't saying I know they talked about me. They talking about me right now. And they watching. Bless you. So blessed to see you. Amen. Praise God. Yeah, I'm telling y'all the truth now. I'm being really honest with you. Amen. Praise God. I know it sounds funny, but I'm being honest with you. Seriously. 
people are really talking about me. Amen, praise God. About this, about that. Amen, praise God. But I want you to understand. Let me know I was a part of your conversation, but God told me to bless you anyway. Come on, Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because, see, God has given me substance faith. You got to have substance faith. So, to have substance, that means you have a lot of. That means you have wealth. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. But now watch this now. When we all got born again, we were automatically wealthy. Well, why you say that, Bishop? Well, here's the scripture for that. The Bible said, Jesus who knew no sin became poor so that we might become rich. He didn't have no sin. He was wealthy. So he took upon our sin. That means he took about all faults, all wrongdoing, all ugly behavior, all of that, all, all, all envy, all jealousy. He took upon all of that. And see, we don't understand when we have those things, our spirit is poor. Yeah. That's why Bishop always said, have the right posture when you come in the house of God. I don't care what's going on. I don't care what you went through last week. Have the right posture. When you talk to people, have the right posture. Because your posture is a part of thanksgiving. Your posture is when God moved. Your posture shows people how mature you have grown in the faith of God. Your posture, your demeanor is very important. So you have to understand substance faith is mean substance, meaning you have things, but those things don't have you. Yes. Oh, let me say that again. You have things, but those things don't have you. There's people who want substance faith to mark you because you are faithful in the household of faith. And they'll say, I don't go to church as much as you, but look what the Lord is doing for me. You need to know the devil blesses too. There it is. You need to know that. So just hold tight. Amen. Praise God. Don't you change your position. Don't you stay in the right posture. Amen. Praise God. Just because they won't help you right now. Just watch and see how the tables might turn in 23. You better hear me this morning. Watch and see how the table will turn. But now when the table turn, you have a Joshua spirit. Let me say that. Well, let me say You have a Joseph spirit. See, Joseph still blessed his brothers when his brothers killed him, tried to kill him and sold him off and put him in a pit. So I'm telling you, when they come, you have a Joseph spirit. I told you I bless people that I know they don't care for me. I bless, I told you I gave. Why, why did I do that? Because I had substance, faith. Proverbs 3 and 9. Let's go there. Proverbs 3 and 9. See, substance faith is for a reason. Watch this now. Watch this. Watch this. Verse 9. Honor. Let me stick a pen right there. Let me, let me stick a pen right there. We're going to stay right there for a second. Just hold tight. We're going to get to the rest. Some of y'all ain't honoring God. Y'all halfway doing things. You half doing things. Why are you honoring God? Let's be honest. You have given to him. 
You have intended in the choir. Where you honor it. See, when you honor somebody, you honor them. Well, Bishop, I'm honoring the Lord just because I ain't here. Everybody stand up. Don't nobody sit down. Because they're giving honor to a high ranking. They're giving honor. We don't do that in the house of God. Oh, somebody ain't never taught you yet. Okay. Let me bring it back down. You go in court. And when that judge come out of his chamber, what do that officer say over there? All rise. Right. Sit down if you want to. There's a sale for you, buddy, because you won't honor. Soon as you, soon as he come out of his chambers, that bailer stands boldly and say, All rise. Because he's giving honor to the one that sits in that seat. Why is it hard for y'all to give honor to your pastor that speaks into your life? When well, Sister Sophia asked you, we need y'all to give $300 to Bishop and Lady Dave. Boy, y'all turn to y'all when he answer her call. Because you won't honor me. You'll honor me if I, if I say I'm give everybody in here $1,000 or $3,000 by the end of the day. Praise the Lord, Bishop. Hallelujah. The Lord is going to bless you. But that's how the church is. That's how the church is. When I see somebody that's higher in the in the gospel than I am, I honor them. I honor my spiritual father. I don't care if I was standing beside the president of the United States, Biden. If my spiritual father came before me, I'm finna honor him. Because the mountain he has in the mountain that the president of the United States have is for the world system. But he has a mountain for the kingdom system. And the kingdom system to me is just as great as the one that has the mountain for the world. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. I'm teaching right now. I'm teaching more than most of you looking because most of you looking like you've been hit by a deer. Amen. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Cause see I'm bringing, cause I'm teaching you. Cause see I'm teaching you what the word, what this word really means. Cause we're not honoring God. We're not honoring God. Watch this. He said, honor the Lord without substance. Ain't quiet in here, boy. Holy Ghost teaching in here. I thank God. God, you knew I didn't need my book. Amen. Praise God. The Holy Ghost go teach it. See, we're not honoring God without substance. We didn't rob them the last 11 months of this year. You're not honoring him, but his grace is sufficient. He still blesses you. You're still in your house. Amen. Praise God. You ain't out in the street. Amen. Praise God. You still got your job. Amen. Praise God. We didn't been through a pandemic. He still, he's honoring you more than you honoring him. But you ain't on the God at all. You ain't gave nothing to the house of God. That choir right there. I see the came on this Sunday. Every time you look around, they talk to them. See, and that's why most people don't like to go to faith churches. 
Because they feel we all we teach on is just money. No, we're teaching you how to live by faith. And we're teaching you if you're going to see the best of God, then you're going to have to sow into the kingdom of God. You're going to have to make your vow. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Yeah, it's true. in the word. I teach you in the word and you still get mad and leave and you still won't do it. That's just a spirit of disobedience. That's all that is. That's a spirit of disobedience. You want, you want your, watch this now. Honor. You want your children to honor you. Let your children disrespect you. You be ready to put them paws on their hands. But you won't honor God. You're not honoring God, but you want your, but your children. But your children disrespecting you, but you disrespecting God. Got quiet right there. Got quiet right there. Just quiet. Right but honor the Lord without substance. See, I'm talking about substance faith. And without first fruit of thou increase. First fruit. Some of y'all finna get some raises. All right now. Here's the Holy Ghost. Some of y'all finna get some raises. You need to hear me. I'm speaking prophetic. I don't work for your job, but God got your job in his hand. And I do work for God. So hear what I'm saying. Some of y'all finna get an increase. You ain't worthy of it. Because you really ain't honored God on your, your regular salary. But you still finna get an increase. You still finna. Hear the Holy Ghost. You still. Because the Bible said the spirit is subject to the prophet. So you need to hear the prophet in the house today. You still finna get a raise. My advice to you is honor God with your first fruit. Amen. So in other words, what am I saying? If God gives you a $5,000 increase, you owe God literally a tenth of that. You don't owe Mason nothing. Amazon nothing. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Louis Vuitton, nothing. They got quiet up in here. Honor thou, Lord, with your first fruit of thou increase. See, that's, that's, that's substance faith. Some of you finna get an increase on some money that you've been getting every month. Amen, praise God. People who, who get social security checks, hear the Holy Ghost, you finna get an increase. You hold the God. A first fruit of that. I'm telling you what's going to happen. I'm telling you what's going to happen right now. I know what the world's saying. We inflation. And I'm, I'm telling you right now. Social security checks finna go up. Unemployment checks finna go up. Any other type of checks finna go up. Here's the Holy Ghost right now. That's why they mad at President Biden. Because he's releasing all of this money. And the Republican can't stand that. But God doing this. But honor him with your first fruit. Substance faith. You got to have substance faith. Here's number three. Let me move on. Let me move on. Uh, that choir right there, boy. That real, real choir right there. You got tight right there. Amen. That's all right. That's all right. Surplus. Surplus faith. I know y'all never heard that before. Yeah, the Holy Ghost gave to me. <laughs> Surplus faith. You ain't never heard that before. 
nothing new to me. Amen. Praise God when the Holy Ghost gave it to me. I said, Lord, I ain't never heard that thing. God, great. I get happy sometimes when I'm studying. I said, Sir, plus faith. What you say? Lord, have mercy. This is God having my. I'm, I'm studying. I'm getting happy. There ain't nobody in the house with me. And the angels, I'm happy. I said, Lord, no, sir, plus. I said, Holy Ghost, give me a scripture for that thing. So, so I won't be getting so excited. I, I, you know, I got people watching, so they're going to want to see this. Well, that's just not biblical. Oh, lie. That's you know, you got these scholars out here, boy. Tell you here. Let's go. Straight same book, Proverbs 10. Verse 9 talked about substance. Then he said, if you do the substance, look what verse 10 said he'll do. See, sometimes we read a verse, but we won't go down and read the next verse. And the verse after that. Because whatever he's saying in that verse, it's the next verse. I'm telling you, it's powerful. It keeps getting powerful if you just read. Like the surplus. Surplus faith. Surplus. And some of y'all wondering why you can't get a surplus because you ain't did verse 9 yet. Oh. <clears throat> Watch this. I know God is in this ministry. Let me say it right now. I know God is in this ministry. Because when I hear about people getting raises and breakthroughs, he's in this ministry. If it ain't touch you, it's because you do a song. It ain't because God is not blessing this ministry. Now, some people will be wise and say, well, God don't bless me anyway. See, now let me tell you something about that. That's your, that, that is your, that is your brokenness talking. Let me say that right now. Because, see, a lot of people love to get stuff, but they won't give God nothing. Amen. And we'll turn around and say, God gave it to them. Yeah. Yeah. And be the first one to stand up in the church and talk about the Lord. Amen. And ain't tired it at all. Y'all ain't saying nothing anymore. I'm telling you. And what happens is, we look at them and say, wealth off of work. But what I'm teaching you is not to just get wealth off of work, but I'm teaching you how to get something supernaturally from God where you don't use your hands. Meaning, what do I mean by work? I mean, some people have careers that pays them a lot of money. Watch this now. God can shut that company down tomorrow. People don't believe that. And they'll shut the doors down without any explanation. You think that individual that was getting paid off of work won't turn back to God? They ain't gonna have no choice to turn back to God. So I'm trying to teach you not to just depend on your hands of work. I'm trying to get you to work your faith. Come on, Bishop. I'm trying, and yeah, it's hard, but I'm trying to teach you how to work your faith, not your hands. Yes, your hands are given to you to work because the Bible says if a man don't work, he doesn't eat. 
but not into the world. You work yourself in the ground. Yeah, yes. I love him. But he works a lot. He works so much to where is it? Whenever we have a family in Gala, he's in the corner sleeping. I have people in my family that work so hard to work. And that's not God's way of blessing you. He never wanted Adam to work like that. It was because Adam was disobedient. He, he disobeyed God. You find yourself working harder and harder and harder and harder. You never see it. Now, now you don't have a systematically faith. You don't have, amen, praise God, substance, but to wash your tail and lay down and wake back up. Come on, Bishop. That is not God's plan for you. That is not his plan for you. You have purpose. That's not your, that's not his plan. And that's what happens in the church. We just work. We just work. We just work. And then when we work and we start getting more money, amen, praise God, we, go, we start go getting more desires. So those desires make us work even more hard and more hard and more hard and more hard because we won't keep them. Yeah. <laughs> we don't give God nothing. We just work. We just work. We just work. You ain't got raises after raises. You ain't gave God nothing. You ain't gave him a tenth or nothing. And God really don't want you to work like that because he wants you to work in the kingdom of God. He wants you to be available. He wants you to now call upon him for some things that you desire. Because his word said, if you just call upon me, when you pray, believe, he said, I want to do it for you. When he said, you ain't got to work as hard. All you have to do is work your faith. Surplus faith. So shall thou barns. I mean your house. <coughs> Be filled with plenty. Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> your barns. Be filled with plenty. You don't want to run out. You don't want to run out. That's a belief. You don't want to run out. You're running out because you're still messing with your flesh. You can't, you, 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 one minute fake, you one minute flesh, you one minute fake, you one minute flesh. You, 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 and every time you go back to your flesh, you mess around and deplete your residual. Yeah. This scripture here is your residual income. Proverbs 3 and 10 is residual. This manifest is residual. People saying this, but this is the scripture for this. This is surplus. Lord gave away stuff so much people couldn't believe it. You know why? Because my daughter understands the principle when I taught it, so she has surplus. People think that my wife and I bought all this stuff for my grandson. No, this stuff was given to him. You know why I was given to him? Because my daughter is a giver. Whatever you are comes back to you. Whatever you are comes back to you. So all she's doing now is beginning to make room for new stuff. Why? Because she has surplus faith. Now I use her because she had to learn from Bishop and Lady Davis. 
She had to learn it from somebody. She just didn't automatically get it. She had to learn it from somebody. So church, that's what I'm telling you. You have to sign. If it's on Bishop and Lady Davis, it's on you. Yeah. But now if your heart ain't right, it's on Bishop Lady Davis and Bishop, but it's stopping at you because your heart ain't right. You ready to cut somebody out? You ready to go off? You don't see Bishop them doing that. And people do Bishop them real wrong. People will quit on Bishop and Lady Davis, but guess what? We got surplus faith. When you got surplus faith, you keep on going. You keep on going. You, you just keep on going. You don't stop. You can't. How can I stop? I can't stop now. I've seen the manifestation. I know how we were 20 some years ago. And what we are now and where we are right now as a ministry. Come on now. Can't stop right now. I see this thing. I see it all the way from Houston. Y'all ain't saying nothing. For 59 years, longer than I've been living. But I got the revelation though. I got that revelation. And I'm going to run with that revelation. And I'll press. Press shall burst out of new wine. Watch this. Watch this. Why do the Bible talks about vineyards and wine all the time? Anybody who owned it a vineyard was wealthy. Yes, sir. Amen. Yes, sir. Are you listening to me? Anybody who owned it a vineyard was wealthy. Watch this. Grapes are wealthy. Grapes make wine. And guess what? They smashed it. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. See, Pharaoh had them working like that. Amen, praise God, because their works was making Pharaoh rich, making him wealthy. And now God is saying, when you have a surplus in your life, your baskets will overflow. You can't even push it down. My daughter had so much stuff, she couldn't even push it down. She had so much stuff that closes, closes on clothes. All our closes was, was literally packed to the capacity. So what now? Now she gives her surplus Come on, away. Yeah. And when she gives it away, people be like, wait a minute now. You, you don't want nothing for this? Because you can't give, you can't be God given. You, when, when you get a revelation of surplus, you, you, you see, you, see that's and see people don't understand. That's how God blessed us. How did God bless Bishop and Lady Davis to own cars, to give cars away when we had repo like never been? We put the R in repo, but when we got a revelation of this word. Surplus faith turned around in our life. Here's number four. Here's number four. Here's number four. Amen. Praise God. Sowing faith. Don't get quiet right there. Quiet right there. Hallelujah. Sowing faith. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Sowing faith is nothing but faith. That's why most of us struggle with it. I struggled with it before I got revelation. I could not see myself giving a tenth of what I owed to anybody. 
alone will first root. Y'all ain't saying nothing. See, you think you're the only one that's down. I've been down. I've been sitting in the seats listening to you just like you are listening. But now God has me teaching it. Why? Because I got a revelation. And I surrendered to it. I'm not just, See, some people hear it, but they get a deaf ear. Start getting on their phone. Start leaving out of the sanctuary, going to the bathroom. Girl, you know that money stuff. I don't want to hear all that. That's why you broke right now. That's why you're trying to figure out how to get money. You, and all the ways you're trying to figure out how to get money are flesh ways. Yeah. How to trick a man. How Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. I'm talking to people that watching virtual too. Sowing faith. You got to sow faith in the kingdom of God. You got to sow faith to God to get God's attention. But if you're not sowing in the spiritual realm, how are you going to get God's attention? I can never forget it, me and, me and Lady Davis, amen, praise God, we were, we were homeless. Oh, God, I didn't realize. We were homeless. Yeah, we were. We were homeless. Yes, we were. Amen. Yeah, preacher. Yeah. Yeah, mission was homeless. Yeah, we were homeless. And I just started this new job. Yeah, I went back and worked for it because I still believe in God to bless my business. Went back and worked for us. Amen, praise God. And at the time, amen, praise God, hallelujah. Amen. I wasn't a pastor. I was, I was at, I was sitting up under somebody else's leadership. Great new leader to be exact. Pastor Barry Shack, great man of God. Sitting up on his leadership and started this church. I mean, he started started his new job. We needed a place, but I got revelation of his word, and I I knew if we were going to come out, I was going to have to sow my way out in faith. First year, first year, I sell me by seven hundred dollars. I sold the whole thing in Great New Liberty. Watch this. Within that week, we was in a place. God gave me favor with the landlord to where I didn't have to pay him first and last month rent until mid-month. And most of the time, they, they need that before we move in. You got to pay that before we move in. But he gave me favor with that landlord to pay first and last month mid some. In other words, by the 15. Now watch this. Last month was half. It wasn't even full. See, I'm telling you what happens when you sow in faith. This happened because I, I, I sold to God first because I needed God to do something supernaturally for my wife and I. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Credit was bad. Wife credit was bad. Y'all ain't saying nothing. But I still had faith. Just because your credit is jacked up, that don't mean you ain't got faith. Faith does not mean your credit got to be jacked up. Faith means you got to have faith in God. God has sent somebody to correct your credit. But you got to still have faith in God. And I knew the soul. 
I was a sowing preacher, so I knew to sow. So I knew to sow myself out of this, what I was in. I had to have faith along with that sowing. I just couldn't sow and start getting mad and start saying, God, you need to do this. I'm your preacher, and you let this happen to me. See, my posture would have been all jacked up, and I would have been messed up, and God would have let me stay right where I was. Tell me that some of y'all, but some of y'all get mad at God. Whoa, y'all get mad. And sometimes you'll come in the house of faith, man. So when God is praying, you ain't finna pray, God. Amen. How you doing? I'm all right. Are you really? But see, and when it's special when it's time to give, I wish he'd hurry up and come on. And the reason why we don't want to do it, because we took our seeds and did ungodly stuff, pleasure stuff. That's why the Bible said God gives seeds to the sower. Have you ever considered the reason why you don't have seeds is because God knows he can't trust you to sow? He gives seeds to the sower. So why you don't have seeds to sow? Because he knows if he give them to you, you ain't going to sow them anyway. You're going to do pleasure stuff. You're going to do stuff that's pleasing to the flesh. Come here, Hebrews 11 and 6. Pleasing God first. So in faith. Go to 2 Corinthians 1, 9 and 6. Look what it says. We've heard this normal time, but look what it says. But I say, but this I say, he that with sword spurs shall reap also spurs. In other words, if you hit and miss the way you sow into the kingdom of God, you're going to get blessings like he didn't miss. See, and some of us wondering why things are not surplus. Because you're doing this. You're sowing spurred. You show up to church spurred. So I know you're sowing spurred. See, Bishop teaching in here today. He, uh, I'm teaching more than I'm getting amens. Because, see, I'm going to bring you out of your brokenness. You ain't going into 23 broke. You don't go into 23 living in surplus. You don't go to 23 having a, a, a substance of faith. Sister Matt, I'm teaching you this today. You need to, glory to God, those who are watching, you need to hear me. You wonder why things are sparing in your life. Because that's how you sow. You rationalize whether you should give God this or that. I mean, you be rationalizing this thing through the week. Amen, praise God. Some of you don't even want Sunday to come. Amen, praise God, because you really don't want to give. Amen. Amen. It's tight, but it's right. You be, man, you be ready for Sunday to go by so you can just get into your, 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 your endeavors through the week. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. Yeah. But miss that house note and car note. Amen. And insurance. Y'all ain't saying nothing. And see what happened. Amen. Praise God. You will literally call Sue Ellen and borrow some money from Sue Ellen to pay that car note because you don't want them to get it repoed. Amen. Praise God. But see, you didn't have enough boldness to ask Sue Ellen, look, I'm kind of short this week. You think you're going to let me borrow 500? Amen. Praise God. And then Sue Ellen gives it to you. Then you take that $5 and pay your tithes and offers that Lord. Now you said in your word that I don't supposed to owe nobody. So I need you to do something great for me. I need you to move so I can give Sue Ellen back up $500 and I can have some circle. Y'all are scared to ask somebody to borrow money to pay your tithes. You got too much pride. 
I told you, bitches start tired and off of unemployment shit. That's the first time I threw my first tie. It was off of unemployment shit. Y'all ain't saying nothing in here. It was off of $135. I took that 13 to 15 $13.50 down to Central Church. Next week, God gave me a job. Come on, bitch. I walked my ties down the church, down to the church, 13 and 50 cent, and I was proud. That was the first time I started tithing. When I lost my job, y'all ain't saying nothing. But some of us are so spurious. Now watch this. Here are some of us too. And when and, and he which saw it bountifully shall reap also bountifully. I got some bountiful disciples in here. I got some people who sow see, see, if you either one or the other, which one are you? Ain't no in-between. Which one are you? Because if you spurned you, you cold. If you're bountifully, you're hot, the Bible called. In other words, some of us are like lukewarm Christians. One minute we hot on the Lord, next minute we cold. As soon as somebody makes us mad in the church, we cold. Y'all ain't saying that. Which one are you? You either spiritually or bountifully. But to have sowing faith, you got to be number two. You got to be bountifully. To have sowing faith, you got to be bountifully. Why is Bishop teaching this now at the last month of November? Because I know how December is. I've been preaching long enough to know this. Y'all ain't saying nothing. Amen. And some people are going to hear this and still, I'm still going to do what I want to do. God bless you. I'm not going to get mad at you. My assignment is to teach it. If you reject it, you reject Jesus. I'm going to keep it moving. Let's go to number five. Last one. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Supernatural faith. Supernatural faith. I got to have a sowing faith, a surplus faith, a substance faith, a systematically faith, and now I'm going to close with a supernatural faith. Supernatural faith. Supernatural faith is when God intervenes on your behalf. You do know the story about the woman who had the issue of blood, right? You know about that story. Most of us in here know she was she dealt with an issue bleeding inside for 12 years. 12 whole years. Some of us cannot even go a year without something like that. But she dealt with it for 12 years. And the Bible said, Amen. Praise God. Let's go to Mark, Mark 25, because that's the story. Keep it going on down. Amen. And has suffered many things of many has suffered many things of many physicians. In other words, she was going to physicians that was not helping her. They wanted her to keep on coming back to give her money. And that's why sometimes we need a supernatural healing. Sometimes some physicians are not helping us, but they are hindering us because every time we come, our insurance pay them. And if you got good insurance, they'll give you the wrong medication so you can keep coming back because you got good insurance. Y'all y'all ain't saying, I'm telling you, some physicians are crooks like that. Some physicians have became wealthy like that. Some physicians go to jail because of that. You need to understand what was going on with this one. It still happens today in 2022. And had spent all 
physician after physician, and they can't diagnose you. They can't give you a, a concrete what's going really wrong with you. But they doing this because they know you got as good insurance. Don't have good insurance. And see how they'll give you a how they'll give you a pseudofast and send you on your way. Y'all ain't saying. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Because you're not paying for their service. But watch this. Had spent all that she had. And was not and was nothing better. She never got better. Twelve years she dealing with this. She giving money. It, it seems like in the Bible says, but rather grew worse. Yeah. Yeah. Talking to somebody. Yeah. Your pain is growing worse. And you go to the doctor. You need a supernatural. You need supernatural faith. Verse 27. When she had heard. I'm talking to somebody in here. You hearing about this supernatural thing today. Of Jesus. Came in the press behind. And touched. Or was anointed because he was anointed. She didn't need to touch Jesus. She just wanted to touch his garment because she knew he was healing. Y'all ain't saying nothing. In other words, he was Jehovah Rapha. The word Jehovah Rapha means the healer. But I'm telling you that Jehovah Rapha can still heal you today. For she said, she was a supernatural fan. If I might touch, but his clothing. That's all. Look what she said. I don't need to touch him. I just need to touch his clothing. Y'all ain't saying nothing. See, some of you ain't seen Jesus. You just need to call upon the name of Jesus. And see, it's something about when you call upon the name of Jesus in faith. Oh, I'm touching him. I shall be whole. She, she said, once I touch him, this mess finna dry up. I'm talking to somebody in here. And straight away, the foundation of her blood, y'all ain't was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed by Jehovah God. Oh, that plague. Go on down, go on down, go on down. And Jesus immediately known in himself the virtual, you know, last Sunday was virtual women. Amen. Praise God. You got to understand virtual. See, he, he, he knew. Wait a minute now. Hold up now. Something. Something. In other words, faith touched him. I'm talking to somebody in here. I said faith touched him. Have you ever considered that the reason God ain't moved yet because he's waiting on a virtual touch from you? He's waiting on a virtual voice. He's Waiting on faith in you to touch, touch my clothing. He didn't say who touched me. He said who touched my clothing. That's what he said. That's what the text said. He didn't say who touched me. He said who touched my clothing. Watch this. And his disciples said unto him, Thou said the multitude thrown in it. He said, Man, you see all these folks? You go ask us, and we can't even handle all these folks. These folks just coming up in here because they didn't heard about what you're doing. Or looked around and about to see her that he had done, that had done this. 
How did Jesus notice her out of all the people? Because her posture demonstrated faith. Come on, Bishop. Her posture. See, it was her posture that demonstrated faith. And that's why I've been telling you, church, you got to get your posture right. You got to get off the phone and get your posture right and start crying out in your house to God. Close your door. Tell your children, sit down and shut up. I'm talking to God. Make your house like it's thundering in that memo We were a little boy with thunder and said, sit down. You didn't move when it was thundering. Because the TV off. Oh, how quiet. Some of y'all houses ain't been quiet in so long you don't even know. There's so much racket going on, you can't hear God. I'm talking to somebody in here. Amen, praise God. Watch this now. See, her posture was right. Her posture had faith. Faith touched him. Faith. He was faith in the flesh, so flesh in, the, in, in faith touched him. But the woman feared and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before. I told you her posture was right. She fell down on her knees. See, when the last time you got on your knees? See, when you get on your knees and pray, that's a that's a salute and that's a demonstration of of humbleness. Amen. Some of you praying on in your bed. Halfway sleep, Lord help me, Lord, Lord help me, Lord Lord help me, help me, help me. Now you need to get out of the bed, get on your knees, cause the Bible said, look what she did. Now she was trembling, but she fell before before him and told him all the truth. Oh y'all ain't saying nothing. See the Bible said God was truth in the flesh, so she told the truth. And he said unto her, daughter. See, she became a daughter. Y'all ain't saying nothing. See, when Jesus calls you his daughter, you his daughter. I don't care what nobody else said. If God calls you daughter, you his daughter. I don't care if you've been a prostitute. I don't care if you were, I don't care if you was on drugs. I don't care. Oh, Y'all ain't saying nothing. I don't care if you was a homemonger. Y'all ain't saying nothing. I don't care if you were an alcoholic. I don't care what you want. When he calls you daughter, you daughter. Yeah. Now faith, here it is. Her supernatural faith. He said, thou faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole from thy place. Y'all ain't saying nothing. There's somebody in here today that needs a supernatural faith. Somebody needs a touch by God. And I'm telling you, today is the day that you get it. Today is the day that you go to the next dimension in faith. Today is a day. Watch this now, and I close on this. Romans 12 and 3 says, For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to be. In other words, it ain't about bishop. Amen. But you think soberly, I humble myself. Amen. Praise God. According to God, has dealt the dealt to every man the measure of faith. Each one of each one of you in here today has the measure of faith. But I challenge you. Come on, stand on your feet. I challenge you today. I challenge you today. 
to let your measure of faith be dimension. Has to have dimension faith today. Now I know a lot of things I've taught today probably went over some of y'all heads. But you need to go back on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and hear it again. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. That's the reason why we have those social media platforms. You need to go back and hear this again. If you didn't get it at the beginning, you need to go back and hear this again. You need to keep hearing this over and over and over and over and over until it's systematically faith. Watch you start speaking to things and telling things to get out your way. Watch you see because your faith is talking now. Even though you see it, your faith is talking out of your mouth. Amen. Praise God. And watch you start. Watch you start operating in substance faith. Watch this. You don't stop right there. Now all of a sudden, surplus faith start coming. Stuff start coming. Stuff just start, start coming in your life. You start having so much stuff that you got to give stuff away. You got to give stuff away. I'm, I'm teaching. I'm teaching you now. You got to start giving stuff away. But you understand, Bishop, right now I'm in a dry season. But your season ain't going to always be dry. I was in a dry season. I've been there where you've been before. But when I made up in my mind to live in faith, I made up in my mind to live by faith. Did my flesh get weak? Yes, it got weak. Did I want to go back to the flesh? Yes. But my flesh kept getting me broke. Y'all ain't saying nothing. See, some of you right now in a season. You're in a season of doing an intentional Thanksgiving. You got to make up in your mind what you're going to do. Are you going to give God a praise? Are you going to keep praying God when things ain't right? What do I do when my faith has felt? I keep on doing what the Word of God says. See, because some of you feel that your faith is failing. Your faith not working. It seems like a bishop I'm doing faith, but it ain't working. It ain't working, Bishop. It ain't working. It ain't working, Bishop. What am I doing wrong, Bishop? Bishop, I come to church. Bishop, I pay my time. But it seems like it just ain't, it ain't happening. It ain't manifesting. You got to move to an intentional Thanksgiving. You got to still share with others. You got to still praise God. You got to still pray to God. You got to still keep sowing to God. You can't stop. You can't pull back. I know what the season is about. The season is about celebrating Jesus. But men have made it. Whereas if we don't do that as much, we celebrate others and other things. But you got to get back to the realness of the season. I got to tell you this because I got to obey God. I want you to live in dimensional faith. And that's not easy. That's a challenge. Because you're struggling with your flesh. You're struggling trying to understand what I'm saying. 
But I need you to surrender and stop trying to lean to your own understanding. Stop trying to lean to your own understanding. Some of you are so selfish because you keep leaning to your own understanding. And you won't listen to your prophet. Your prophet is telling you to surrender. Stop worrying about the how and let go. Let go and let go. Let go and let go. Put down your selfish ways, your selfish thoughts, your selfish understanding. And apply the principles that I gave you today. You got to do that. You got to do that. Don't leave here today. Don't leave here today. Not want to go to the next dimension of greater faith. Greater faith. Come on, repeat after me. Greater faith. Greater faith. Greater faith, greater faith is within me. Greater faith is within me. Greater faith is it within me. Greater faith is within you. You gotta believe that. You gotta believe that today. If there's anyone here today. As the Holy Spirit was teaching this word, if there's anyone here today, you heard this word. And the Holy Spirit put your spirit to be a part of this church. See, this church is about taking people to the next dimension in faith. See, we're going to need faith in these last days. Y'all need to hear this. We are going to need faith in these last days. believe that God is still able to do it. Faith is to believe God is still who he say he is. Faith to believe God will do the supernatural through you. Faith to believe for the surplus of God. Faith to have substance in God. Faith hallelujah glory to God. To operate in the systematically of faith. You got to come today. Obey the Holy Spirit and come today. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.